Good morning, everyone. Uh, this morning, we are continuing our series on challenges to voting and identifying common barriers to voting. While we understand that black respondents are twice as likely or more likely to experience barriers uh, than white respondents. Um, our numbers suggest that policies such as voter ID requirements and automatic voter purges have strong racial and ethical biases, but also that there are more subtle barriers for people of color that compound the effects of voter laws. So again, we've been doing a series on challenges to voting, the black African-American woman and how she shows up more than any other racial or gender group, as well as we now understand that black African-American women organize better than any other race or gender. So this morning we are going to be talking with Miss Barbara Robinson, who is 72 years old. Barbara hails to us originally from New Jersey, but has since then lived in North Carolina for a number of years. Good morning, Miss Barbara. Good morning. How are you this morning? I am well, thank you. We are so excited to have you with us. Um, so we really appreciate your time and we'll try not to make take up too much of your time. Well, I hope I'll be able to help you. I know you will. So one of my first questions uh, is about 9% um, of black African-Americans indicate that in the last election, they or someone in their household were told that they lacked proper identification to vote. Has that ever happened to you or can you think of a time throughout your life where that happened to a member of your family or someone you were close to? No, not that I'm aware of. Okay, great. And tell me about the first time you were able to register and vote, Miss Barbara. Well, I was 18 years old, 1966, I believe that was. Uh -huh. And um, my brother insisted that I vote and he took me to the polls and I got there and I was a little bit confused about what to do inside of the um, voting machine. So I was in there quite a while and he got very upset <laughs> with me because I was taking too long. He says, come on, there are other people here. So that, um, I did get to vote and that was an interesting day for me. To say the least. I had no idea what voting was like at that age. Absolutely. Now, during that time, Miss Barbara, do you remember when you sort of went into the voting poll or what some people refer to as the voting machine? Was it yeah. mechanized then and did it have like a full Democratic ticket or full Republican ticket? Yes, I remember. Yes, it had all that. Okay. And there was just anxiety about voting that morning in general, right? What the poll was going to look like. What happened once you got inside and all of those kinds of things. <laughs> well, I was trying to encourage, to encourage my brother to come in with me. But I found out that could not happen. Yeah. And 
So it was just very awkward because I didn't know what lever to pull and what lever not to touch. But it was, I remember it being laid out with the candidates. Very interesting. And so your brother was concerned about time. Were there lots of other black African-Americans that day? Do you remember waiting yeah, to vote? It was quite a group of us and I, I was taking up too much time and I didn't know what I was doing and he was encouraging me to hurry. <laughs> we got through it. Very interesting. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, one of my next questions really is specific to 10% of black respondents report that they were incorrectly told that they were not listed on a voter roll. Have you ever experienced or been told that you were not listed on a voter roll or erased from a voter roster? No, I don't believe having that experience. I don't think I've ever had that experience. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that very much. And then just moving on, Barbara, 15% of black respondents indicate that they had trouble finding polling places on election day. And we know that frequent changes in polling places um, do hurt minority voters. Has anything ever happened like that to you about finding a voting place or a, vote, a poll on the day you were able to vote? Well, no, I usually prefer the library. I I've never had any problem voting there. So that's usually my place, my choice of places to vote. Got it. And so did I have that right about originally you are from New Jersey, but you've been in North Carolina for a number of years? Yes. Okay. Okay. And so the first time you voted, we were talking about your brother and him helping you get to the poll and those kinds of things. That took place in New Jersey, correct? That's correct. Okay, okay, got it. Um, so then moving on to question four, um, have you ever known someone or yourself missed a registration deadline? Maybe when you moved from New Jersey to North Carolina, have you ever um, been involved in missing a deadline for voting? No, okay. I have not. Okay. Okay. So 10% of blacks missed a registration deadline in relation to the 2016 presidential vote. Um, and then just sort of a last, but certainly not least, have you ever had any problems taking time off from work to get um, to a voting poll? No, never. Okay. Got it. So, Ms. Barbara, before I leave you this morning, this has been awesome to be able to be with you and, and hear some of your experiences. Is there anything that just about voting in general, your experience with voting, something that you remember from your brother, any other sort of item that you would want to share with us that might be relevant to um, the conversation we're having right now? Well, you know, my brother instilled with me how important it was to vote. And I don't think I've missed a voting uh, term since then. I'm, I'm always voting because he instilled that in me when I was 18, the first time I voted. Awesome. That, that is a wonderful thing to hear about. Well, we certainly appreciate your time this morning. And thank you so much for helping us uh, just sort of walk through this. Thank you for having me.